guys. Welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I'm Kelly LaFleur, your host as always, and I am so excited for today's episode. I mean, I know I'm like always excited about episodes because I wouldn't put them out if I wasn't excited about them, but today I am joined by a makeup artist who specializes in bridal makeup, and I am so excited for you guys to listen to this. It is a ton of really good information. We talk all about the difference between airbrush and traditional makeup. We talk about sanitation. Guys, sanitation. I would have never, ever thought about this. So we talk about pros and cons to um, hiring a makeup artist for your wedding day and also just talking in general about um, Amanda and her personal life. And I am so grateful that I have had the chance in the last month or so to not only work alongside her, but interview her, get to know her. And uh, I went in for a facial and I highly recommend her. So all of the details and where you can find Amanda are in the show notes today. We talk at the end about her salon that she works at, um, where she rents a booth, as well as her personal sites. So make sure to just scroll down into the show notes to check those out. I love it because the salon that she rents a booth at has online scheduling, which makes life so much easier. So if you're in need of makeup, a facial, anything, check out Amanda. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Meet Amanda Machician. Hi, everyone. We're here today with Amanda Machician of Amanda Lee Artistry. Yep. Got it. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Their last name is like a lot of consonants. It's yeah. Is it's it hard. all consonants? Uh, mostly. Yeah. There's like <laughs> oh, there's one, one A. Yes. One yes. A. Yes. Well, sometimes Y. So there is some Y's in there. So yeah. Right. Oh my goodness. But you guys might know her on Instagram as Amanda Lee Artistry. She is a makeup artist and esthetician here in Omaha. And I'm so excited to talk to you all about your face and your skin and all <laughs> yes. of those things for the wedding day. Right. Thank you for having me. This is fun. First time on a podcast. So Woo. here we go. See yes. how this goes. I mean, yeah. I listen to podcasts, so I should be good at being on them, right? Should be. Yes. Yeah. If we not, just have a conversation. We just said burn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, this means there's really good stuff to come. <laughs> we didn't have to burn it. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I would love if you could kind of start by talking about introducing yourself and what you do. My name is Amanda. Like you said, um, I am a licensed esthetician and makeup artist, um, and I specialize in bridal makeup. Um, and I would say more specifically, I specialize in makeup that is going to last you all day um, and makeup that is going to photograph well. Um, so I think like most of my clients, when they come to me, they um, want like a little bit more of like that natural look. Like that's I mean, maybe not even natural, but they just want to look like themselves. Um, and so they want to be a little bit more enhanced in the eyes um, or like contour, blush or highlight. And then they want their skin to still look like skin. Um, that being said, I feel like today um, everyone is really conditioned to put a lot of product on the skin. Um, I would call this like your Instagram makeup look or like your YouTube makeup look. Um, and that's fine. Like I love those looks. I think that it's like a really beautiful look and I think it's like a great creative outlet for people. And like some people want to rock that look all day, every day, like as their everyday makeup. And I think that's awesome. Like I love that. But that being said, there's a time and a place for it. Um, and the time and the place is not your wedding day. Um, you want your makeup to last all day on your wedding day, right? Like you 
want to be able to like hug people and not worry that it's going to get on their shirt. Um, you want to be able to like cry, sweat, do whatever you want to do on your wedding day or whatever is just like naturally going to happen and not be like, oh my gosh, how's my makeup look? Um, and that cannot happen if you are like piling on a ton of makeup. Um, I mean, that being said, you can still achieve that like Instagram, like really like chiseled out, like beautiful look, but you can do that without piling on so much makeup. Um, and I feel like the past seven, eight years, that's what I've done is like found products and found, um, different techniques and like ways to get that look without using so much. That sounds amazing. Yes. As someone who had airbrush makeup done for my wedding and I am not normally like a makeup wearer, I did not love my makeup for my wedding day. I didn't. And so I think it was because um, the makeup artist was like, oh, well, since you don't normally wear makeup, let's go with brown instead of black. And I felt like black was just like, coming into trend and that was like what everyone was wearing so brown just kind of made it look old like on your eyeshadow that's what she Mm -hmm. did and eyeliner and different things and like brown mascara and it was just very interesting so um yeah and I yeah Yeah. I know right I was like (laughs) interesting yeah interesting so there are so many things that you just said that I kind of want to unpack and we'll dig into it okay um but first let's talk a little bit more about you and who you are because obviously makeup's a huge part of your life, but like tell yeah. us a little bit about you, normal everyday life, and like some things that people might not know about you. Yeah. Um, okay, so I feel like after my husband and I do foster care. Um, so after we got our after we decided to do foster care, I decided to kind of separate my Instagram accounts. <laughs> so I have like my business account and then I have my personal account. Um, so I think there's like a lot that people don't know about me actually. Um, and I have my personal account on private, but if you like want to follow that, you can still like I'll approve it. But I just like didn't want like all this information to be out there for like people that like kind of know me just because I do makeup. All those robo users that just yes, start following exactly. you. Like, hey, love your photos, like 10 of mine. <laughs> Yes. Um, so yes, my husband and I, we do, um, foster care. We've had foster placement, a little boy for over a year now. Um, so that is something a lot of my clients don't know. Like after I get to talking to my clients, we usually talk about that. Um, just because I feel like one-on-one talking, like you get to know somebody a little bit more. So I usually do talk about that. Um, but for the most part, people don't. Um, and I, feel like a lot of people also don't know that I um, am not able to have my own kids. Um, So that being said, like, that's another thing that I'm really passionate about and I love to talk about. Um, And that usually gets brought up in when I'm with clients because that's like a normal question people ask, like, oh, do you have kids? And it can like be a hurtful question, but it's also like I don't take offense to it because it's a normal question that people ask. And I'm so used to it at this point. So I've gotten really good at just being like, oh, no, I can't have my own kids that we do foster care. And it's just like a nice little segue into that. So that's kind of um, a good chunk of my life right now. I mean, that's, you know, being a mom, like, you know, it takes up like a lot of your time and energy. <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights. Yes. <laughs> and then like on top of that with foster care, you have all these other things that take um, your time and energy too, like court and 
family meetings and people coming to your house unexpectedly and just like all these things. So I feel like I'm in this season of my life where a lot of my time is like accounted for. (laughs) Um, So that's like what I do most of my time. It's like I work and then I'm with, you know, our little guy and then I am um, dealing with all the other stuff that goes along with it. Um, and then on top of that, I am married too. So I feel like you have to try to balance that in there and then still try to balance friends in there too. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Was oh that my goodness. What you asked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit about you. And yeah. I think um, a lot of our listeners might not know, but your husband has his own business too. He does. And so he does wedding videography as well. So you guys yes. are kind of just, you know, power couple in the wedding biz. <laughs> Yeah, he that's actually like how I got started doing weddings, actually, was I was shooting weddings with him at the time. Um, And I I mean, I was doing makeup still, but I just like hadn't really like done a ton of weddings. And I would like watch the makeup artists like do wedding makeup. And I was like, that is so fun. Like, what a nice little gig to like go do makeup on a Saturday, drink your coffee and then like go have the rest of your day free as I'm like sitting there with a camera like I'm stuck there all day until 10. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I I feel like that's kind of how I got started and like when you know people in this industry, like that's how you can kind of get your foot in the door. Um, so he like started recommending me to his brides. And then also we have another connection, my sister-in-law. So Alex's sister is in Lincoln and she has, um, I bloom flowers, Natalie with I bloom flowers. So she also was like another huge part. Cause she's like pretty well known in Lincoln, like has tons of weddings and she put us on her referral list. And then all of a sudden it was like wedding after wedding after wedding. So like all in who you know in this business really oh totally that's <laughs> yeah. so cool that's so great yes okay and then last question because I just noticed this but you yeah. have is it a lighthouse it is on your tattoo yes. so explain your tattoo I actually like most of my tattoos I got just because I like them okay um like this one I just like wanted I knew I wanted a sleeve um and so I just like found something that I liked and I got it like I really don't have like a reason behind it like some of my other ones have like meaning, I guess you uh-huh. could say, like these like mountains I got with my sister. That was just like a fun little sister tattoo. Um, I don't know though. Most of my other ones I don't have like this like huge like meaning right. for them. And I feel like I should. Like sometimes I used to wait tables in college. And so I would like get asked about it all the time and I would just like make up stories. <laughs> Because it was like just people like wanted a story. So I'd be like, I'm going to give them a good story. Right. Well, I think a lot of people think they're like conversation pieces, which they are. But it's also like sometimes it's just like a piece of art that you really like. Yes. Yeah. And I'll get more at some point, but it's expensive and time consuming. So (laughs) yeah, no kidding. Do you have any? I don't. Okay. Mm -mm. No. Um, Yeah. I don't know. They sound painful. It's not bad, actually. It's just, like, annoying. Oh, it feels like, if you like had, having to stay there for that yes, long. Yes, or it feels like if you had a sunburn and somebody were, like, to scratch your sunburn. Got it. Like, that's how I... It's not, like, super painful. I haven't had one in a long time, though, so maybe my memory is bad. <laughs> <laughs> You've, like, blacked it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about bridal makeup and so let's kind of start from just like the very beginning like what are things that people people can be doing to like prepare their skin for the wedding day yeah um so when I have when I meet with my clients um after somebody books a wedding with me we like meet up and we talk and that is one of the first things I ask them is what are you doing for your skin right now um 
you could have like the best makeup artist in the world, like Kim Kardashian's makeup artist, if you could afford her and you your makeup would still not look good if you're not taking good care of your skin. Um, so taking care of your skin is huge. Um, most of the time I tell people to just like start with a good cleanser and moisturizer um, and then we can work from there. I would say like at this point, like 90% of my brides come into the salon and see me for facials um, at least like once a month or like every other month leading up to their wedding. And then the week before your wedding, we can actually do a facial too. Or the week of your wedding. Sorry, not the week before. The week of your wedding, we can do a facial just to get your skin like hydrated, healthy, and ready for your makeup. Um, But you also can't just go and get a facial. Like you have to do good stuff at home for your skin too. Um, So yeah, I mean, just we want to bring balance to the skin. So that's usually where I start with people. Cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So what do you recommend? Or I mean, like what, what do you see? What would be the difference? Like how could people tell between like makeup on hydrated skin and makeup on like dehydrated skin? Is there a distinct difference when makeup application goes on? Yeah. Um, there definitely is. I can always tell when somebody like needs an exfoliation or they're just like not drinking enough water or they're whatever it might be. It's like be. all of us yes. not drinking enough yes, water. Right? <laughs> I can always tell um, it's definitely going to like cling the foundation and stuff is going to like cling to the skin in certain areas. Um, it might like seep into your pores a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely ways that you can tell. And I can um, like I've had to several times like just start over on somebody's makeup because I like started on it and it was like just not ready for makeup. So if I have to reach in to my kit and grab something to help that client skin, then I will definitely do that. Um, but for the most part, I want people to come to their appointment with their skin um, prepped and ready to go. Um, and I typically, like before I even start, will wipe their skin down, do a good primer, um, and have it ready to go with like products that I know are going to work well with the foundation that I'm using or the concealer that I'm using. So we don't want anything like too thick or heavy that it's going to like ball up or like grease up throughout the day and just like slide right off. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So I'm sure one of the questions that I received from listeners, and I'm sure one of your most frequently asked questions is airbrush versus traditional makeup. And we kind of talked about this a little bit before we turned the mics on, but if you could just kind of reiterate what we talked about, but then also like what are the differences? How can you tell the difference? What do you prefer? Yes. Um, I would say kind of how we talked about Instagram makeup before you typically get those like really high fashion, like contoured looks with traditional makeup. Um, but like I said, that's a lot of product on your skin. Um, and it is not made to last you all day on your wedding day. It's just really not. Um, it can definitely be applied in a way that it will last you all day, but the way most people apply it, like in videos and stuff, it probably won't last you um, through crying and sweat and all that stuff that happens on a wedding day. Um, so airbrush makeup is going to go on in a lot more of like a thin layer, I guess, than anything else. Um, and it's just like truly going to look like your own skin still. Um Versus like sometimes traditional makeup, if you don't blend it correctly, it can kind of look like you can just see a layer of something sitting on your skin. Um, 
And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that look. Like, I really don't. Like, I think it can be done really nicely. But I also think for a wedding day, you want something that's truly going to last you all day. And you want to look like yourself. Um, So you want your skin to look like skin. So yeah, I think that's the main difference is just like how it's applied. Um, Airbrush is going to be... um, you put the makeup into like a little gun and it's like sprayed onto your skin. And I will actually um, use my airbrush gun to do foundation, um, contour, highlight, blush, eyebrows. Like I do it for almost the entire face because it's that same formula that is going to like hold up and not move. Um, I know especially with like brow products, like they can look really nice, but if you like scratch your eyebrow or like do anything, it can like smudge and move. And that is like the last thing you want to have to worry about on your wedding day. A wonky eyebrow. It's like you don't (laughs) want to be like whatever, like do something and then have like half your eyebrow gone. Um, And there, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are products out there that are like traditional makeup products that work super well and they are like great for everyday wear um, and for any day, really. But on your wedding day, you just want something that's going to last. And look good in pictures. Yes, absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing, too. You want it to photograph nicely. Um, And I think traditional makeup can also photograph nicely. But when it's applied like so much, that's when sometimes I'm sure you've seen like when shooting, like when you see flashback on the makeup, like it just looks white underneath the eyes or like their body is like nice and tan. But then in that photo, like their face looks white. Oh, yes. That is like makeup that's applied like too heavily um, typically. So, yes, you want to avoid that at all costs. And I do. I also want to touch on this. I know makeup artists that do traditional makeup and they do a great job. Their makeup holds up really well um, and it photographs nicely. So just know your makeup artist and make sure they know what they're doing and how they're applying it. Totally. Yeah. So going off of that, um, like knowing your makeup artist, what are questions that brides could ask their makeup artist to kind of like get a feel? Like what are questions that you wish people would ask? So that way you could kind of like explain the differences between things. Um, as much as I hate it when people bring in photos, I think it's a good thing to have your client show you a picture of like what their expectations are. Um, because then you can help set them straight. Um, there are like a number of like popular Pinterest photos that I see all the time. And it's, I mean, Pinterest, so it's like Photoshopped and all this stuff, you know, but I, I actually like it when brides bring those in because then I can say, okay, like her foundation, um, didn't actually look that smooth in real life. She has texture to her skin still, or, oh, like that eyeshadow is really beautiful, but like on your skin till we might need to like tweak it to like cooler tones or warmer tones or whatever it might be. Um, So I think, like, having a photo is actually a really good way to, like, get your makeup artist to, like, explain things to you um, and to make sure they know what they're talking about. I mean, because you do need to understand a little bit of, um, like, the color wheel to do makeup. Um, So you want to make sure somebody, your makeup artist, is going to know what colors work well with your skin and, like, how to get your foundation to, like, match your undertones. Um. And all those little things that go into that. Um, so, yeah, bring in a photo as much. They will probably hate it. Like, I still kind of hate it. But I still think it's a good way to put expectations in line. Um, totally. So, yeah. Did that make sense? Yes. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay, good. So then I think it's also interesting how you kind of brought up the color wheel. And 
I know there are a lot of brides who will think like, oh, a friend can do my makeup or I love how she does her makeup. She could totally do my makeup. What would you say to them? Like, what's the benefit of like a makeup artist? Yeah. Um. So I would say, honestly, like the number one benefit is that most makeup artists, I think in Nebraska, at least you have to be trained in some sort of like sanitation way. Um, so like I went to aesthetic school and we had at least like one week of makeup. Um, and most of that was on like sanitation and how to be a clean makeup artist. Um, you would be shocked as to how many makeup artists are not clean makeup artists. And when I say clean, I don't mean like natural or organic or anything like that. I mean, like they are not going to like cause any infection or bacteria or anything like that transferring from client to client. Um, so maybe your friend is great at makeup and maybe she knows how to do her own makeup really well, but just make sure that she also like knows how to be sanitary with it. And even though it's your friend, like don't share your mascara wands or foundation brushes or anything like that. Um, so I just, yeah, I think that is like the main thing that you want to look out for. Because, like, staph infections and, like, all these things can be passed through makeup. So you have to be um, sanitary with every little thing. I mean, I'm talking, like, clean brushes in between clients. Get disposable mascara wands. Um, if, you're cl- if your makeup artist is, like, working from the back of her hands, like, make sure she's sanitizing her hands in between clients and all these things that you wouldn't even think to think about. So that is probably the biggest thing. That is so much good information. <laughs> I'm so glad you talked about that because I would not have thought to like ask about that. But that's one of those things that you're like, no, this is why we do what we do and yes. you hire a professional. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Awesome. Okay. And then talking about kind of airbrush makeup, and I thought it was so fascinating how you apply so many elements with airbrush because I think it lends to such a cohesive yeah look because normally I'll see like foundation is airbrush and then they do kind of like traditional everything else and so um when you have a bride or a mother of the bride or different people come to you and they are not makeup wearers like how do you kind of go through that process with trials and then like day of just to make sure that they still have that natural look yeah um so I actually would say airbrush makeup in my opinion looks more natural than traditional makeup um you that's one of the things I really like about it is that it's very versatile so I could make it look um super natural on the skin or I could make it look like your Instagram like super full coverage makeup um So most of the time when people want like that natural makeup look, they don't want that like cakey, heavy feeling of makeup being on their face. Um, And that is like 100% how airbrush will not make your face feel like it will not feel like you have anything on your face. It will feel like you just have your skin on. Well, you should always have your skin on. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It will feel just like your skin. Um, And it just looks really healthy, too. Like, applied in a thin layer, it looks like your skin, but, like, it's healthy and glowing. Um, So I think, and I don't know if, like, people have had just, like, a bad experience with airbrush before. Like, if it was applied, like, too much or, like, I don't know what it is. But, like, I know a lot of people have a bad experience with it or they've heard, like, something, like, a horror story about it. 
Um, but it does not have to be scary. And it really can be super natural and beautiful on the skin. Um, so for like moms, they usually end up loving it. Um, even like grandmas, if they get their makeup done, they end up loving it. Um, And I think that's kind of like a generational thing, too, because I think a lot of people would just process, well, traditional. That's what I'm used to. It looks fine. It looks great. And airbrush might be like that next level up. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's that something different. It's that more. I don't want to need I don't need to be necessarily like super glam. So I probably don't need airbrush. I just want like traditional. Yeah. But what you're saying is like traditional. You can still kind of like control how much is going on. But airbrush, you can really just like fine-tune everything yep absolutely cool I would love to know a little bit more about just kind of like leading up to the wedding day like with facials and skincare and everything like that you said cleanser moisturizer it's kind of what you kind of like start out with but if you have someone like I know a lot of brides might feel really insecure about their skin and acne scars or different things like that so what are some different treatments that you see a lot of people coming in for or that you see are beneficial before the wedding day? Yeah. Um, I would say the majority of what I do for people is going to be, um, some sort of facial, um, depending on what's going on. Like if they do have a lot of breakouts or they have like acne scars or just dark spots in general that they want to correct, um, then like a good peel is always really nice too. Um, that's a majority of what I offer in my skincare room, but I know that there are lots of other options out there. So like, um, something that's really huge right now, I think it's called the hydrofacial. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's supposed to be, I think like microdermabrasion and like oxygen and like all this stuff going into your skin. Um, and I've seen like beautiful results with that. I know that they are a pretty penny. Like I want to say it's like $150. Her treatment, I could be completely wrong, but I know that they're like a little bit up there in price. Um, so if that fits your budget, I've seen like absolutely beautiful results with that. Um, if you need to be like a little bit more conservative with your budget, just getting a good facial um once a month or every other month is really going to make a huge impact. Um, like I said, about like 90% of my brides now come in for skin treatments before their wedding. And they at least start like four months out, if not earlier. Um, But then after their wedding, they continue to come in because they're like, I didn't know my skin needed this. Like, it looks so good. Like, I'm getting compliments on it. Like, people are saying that it just looks like good and healthy and not having to wear makeup as often. Um, So people continue to come in even after their wedding. And I think part of that, too, is because I become friends with my brides. <laughs> so I think like they just it's just like a friendship at that point And they want to like keep having that friendship. And um, so I love it. I appreciate that part of it. So but also everyone should take care of their skin. I mean, even if it's just like a couple times a year, do something for your skin because you only get one one face only get one skin (laughs) yeah only one skin (laughs) yes biggest organ in our body yes care for it love it and it absorbs so much it really does like what you eat affects it how much water you drink Mm -hmm. like so much yes so much affects it okay so talk to us a little bit about like post-wedding or or maybe actually just suggestions on like how to clean your skin really well after wearing makeup like the next day. Like the next day. Yes. Um, 
That is actually something I hear a lot from my brides is that they, because nobody cleans their face the night of their wedding. Like, you are (laughs) are exhausted. exhausted. Yes. Like, you are just going to go home or go to your hotel, go to bed. I mean, like, you might have sex. I don't know. (laughs) We're getting really personal. Yes. You're probably going to have sex first, okay? (laughs) And then you're going to go to bed. (laughs) Yes. Um, So... The next day, I had people tell me that their makeup is, like, still on and still looking good. I mean, if you sleep with false lashes on, I can't guarantee, like, how those are going to look the next day. But I've been told, like, their makeup is still great the next day. Um, So getting off airbrush makeup is tricky. Like, it really does, like, not move and it will last you all day. So getting it off, I recommend doing two cleanses. I recommend doing either a makeup wipe first and then washing your face afterwards or doing um, an oil cleanser first. So the oil will break down all the makeup that's on your face, mascara, lash glue, um, foundation, everything. Um, Get all that off, but then you still need to clean your skin again afterwards to actually get the the skin clean. Um, So that's how I would recommend doing it. And lashes too. People ask me all the time how to get their lashes off the next day. If your eyes are not sensitive, just like grab the corner of the lash and pull it off. Um, The glue I use is intense though. So I've had people tell me like it's pulled out like a lash or two when they do it that way. Um, So if that's the case, just go ahead, wash your face. It'll break down the lash glue um, or do like an oil like I said, or, you know, something to break down that lash glue and then they'll just slide right off. Nice. So, yeah. Cool. Let's talk a little bit about oil cleansers because I feel like they're kind of new and also just like, I think in my brain, like if I have oily skin, why would I use an oil cleanser? You know, it's kind of like counterintuitive. Yes. So tell us a little bit about like the science behind all of that and how it actually really does work. Right. Um, I don't know like a lot of science, I guess, but I know what I know. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know more than I do. (laughs) So yes. Oil cleansers. I feel like they are like, they've been around forever, but it's like a new trend that people are doing. Yes. Instagram. (laughs) It's all over. (laughs) Um, I mean, and there are like some people will just use like coconut oil, um, or like something that they have in their cooking cabinet. Um, I don't always recommend that. Some people, their skin just does not do well with coconut oil um, and they can break out really bad from it. Um, So get some sort of oil cleanser that is going to be from a skincare line. Um, And I mean, I know there's like this huge thing and like we've been taught growing up like oil, if you have like acne or oily skin is bad, like it is not good for the skin. It's going to like cause more issues forget all of that because it's actually all wrong um (laughs) that's just nuts yes I know and it's actually um with an oil cleanser um not all of them but some of them we have one with the skincare line that I use at the salon and it's actually made to help balance the skin um so if you are like more oily it's actually going to help like deplete some of that oil um and just bring a little bit more balance to your skin or if you're like more on the dry side it's going to help put more moisture into your skin in the areas that you're dry um so it is I mean I think like even after using an oil cleanser though you should do some sort of cleanse after it because it's made to like take off makeup or to like break down the oil in your skin or to like take out dirt and all the stuff that like gets into our skin throughout the day. Um, so still do like a second cleanse. I know that seems like a lot, <laughs> um, but it is, if you're going to be using an oil cleanser, it is worth it to do it. Um, and what I have people do is do like their first cleanse with oil and then get a warm washcloth and just 
take it, put it on your face, let it sit there for a second, and then, like, wipe everything off. Um, and then go into, like, your gel cleanser or your cream cleanser or, like, whatever else you're going to be using. Um, so, yeah. Does that help? Cool. Does that answer yes. your question? Okay, yes. good, good. Totally. <laughs> So let's talk about like skincare lines. And I feel like there's very much the trend for like natural products and people are realizing like what you put on your skin really seeps into like your hormones and everything like that. And so I'm sure probably the brand that you have at the salon and that you use, um, you would recommend to everyone. So tell us a little bit about like how to, I don't like how to find good skincare. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like so much of it messes with pH and your hormone levels and everything like that. Right. Um, I mean, I would say ask a professional. If you were like looking for new skincare products, ask a professional. And um, when I say that, I don't mean like go into Sephora or Ulta, which sometimes they do actually have like licensed professionals there, but not all the time. Um, so go find an esthetician at a salon or at a spa, wherever it might be. And get a recommendation. If you're going to be spending a lot of money on a skincare product, um, make sure it is something that is going to work well for your skin and that you know somebody else has, like, put their label on and that they, like, really, truly believe in. Um, I guess I would say it's also hard now because... I, I don't maybe it's like Instagram or like YouTube or whatever it is but people like try new products left and right and it's fun like I've been there too like I love trying new products like I absolutely love it but it is like not good for your skin to jump around so much because then if you're having breakouts or you're having reactions um, or you're having issues at all with your skin you don't know what's causing that um so stick with like what you're using and add in one new product at a time Um, That is like the best advice I could give anyone that has problems with their skin. Switch one new product at a time and keep using that same product for at least a couple weeks to see how your skin does with it. Because at first, like it may have like a little bit of a reaction to it, um, like a random breakout or something, but keep using it so you know for sure that that's what is causing your breakouts um, or what. Yeah, so that's the biggest advice I can give. And I've honestly, I've worked with, at this point, probably like five different skincare lines in all the places that I've worked at. Um, and right now I am using a skincare line called Eminence and it is the best thing I've ever used. Like before, I would have never, ever said um, to any of my brides to come in for a facial the week of their wedding. I'd be like, do not do it. Like it will cause a breakout. Like you will regret it. Don't do it. But with this, I have like basically no fear for them at all. Like they can come in the week of their wedding and I'm confident that they are not going to have a breakout from this. Um, and that their skin is just going to look hydrated, healthy, and glowing. And I've been doing this for seven, eight years. I honestly, I should figure that out. I don't know, but a long time. (laughs) And I can honestly say that I am completely changed from the skincare line because it makes a huge difference. So, and I don't get money for talking about this. That's (laughs) Not a sponsored ad. Not sponsored. I have a thousand followers on Instagram. No one's paying me for anything. (laughs) Yes. I'm just passionate about it. And also I feel like after having kids in the house. I don't know if like you feel this way, but I feel like now I am kind of like on that bandwagon of like more natural. Like I'm not like, you don't have to be like 100%, but I do like things in my home to like not be super dangerous. Like if, 
you know, he got into like a cleaning product or whatever it might be. Like, I don't want it to be something that could like really, really harm him. So I'm trying to find like more natural ways to do like a lot of things. And skincare was like a huge one for me. Like I skincare is hard. It is hard. Skincare and makeup's even harder. Yes. Because nothing like works as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And same with skincare, because like all of um like the active ingredients and stuff that like really change your skin a lot of times they're like not natural products right um but that's another reason i love eminence again not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> um but it's um they have like active ingredients found like naturally um in the earth or like herbs or whatever it might be um that have the same effect as like a glycolic peel or like uh some sort of peel for your skin or just anything that's like usually active so and I am like not I'm sure you've been able to tell by now but I am like not scientific about any like skincare things like I know some stuff but I could not sit here and like tell you all the science behind like why things work like I'm just my I'm not wired that way (laughs) but I know like enough so yeah totally oh yeah and you're trained you've gone to school you know what you're talking about Oh, awesome. Okay. So before we kind of wrap up, I know last year you kind of started this like everyday makeup lesson that you were starting to offer. Is that still something that you're hoping to work with? Yes. I feel like, and I was actually talking with another makeup artist about this and I was like, I don't know. It was so weird. Like I did a lot of them like last year and then I just kind of like stopped doing them. She's like, well, do you talk about it still? And I was like, no. And she's like, you have to, like, continue to talk about the things that you want to do. I was like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) So, yes, I still do them, but I just haven't talked about it for a while. Um, So let's talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. I um, absolutely love that service. I think it's so fun um, to have women come in that have great makeup typically, but they have, like, no idea how to use it. Um. And I know I've said this over and over again <laughs> during this podcast, but I think Instagram and YouTube have made it really difficult for some people to use makeup because they see how um these like influencers or whoever it might be, they see how they do makeup and they're like, well, I don't know how to do that or I don't have those 15 products um, in my makeup bag to do that look. And you really, unless you want to do that, like, again, I love doing those looks, but for the everyday, like, mom. Going to the grocery store. Going to the grocery (laughs) store, working mom, like, you typically don't have time for that. And you don't have to do that to get, like, a really nice makeup look. Um, So, yeah, I like to have people come in, bring their own makeup with them. um, And then I usually ask them a couple of questions. I like to ask um, how much time they want to spend on their makeup in the morning. Um, I like to ask them like what the overall type of look they want to achieve is, um, like what their daily life is like, and if they want to like take that from like day to night too. Um, most of the time people come in and they want just like a nice everyday look that they could take day to night. Sometimes people come in and they want to learn something really specific like contouring or like eyebrows um, or highlighting or all those like new things that I mean, they're not new. They've been around for ages and ages, like since the beginning of time. It's a little more consumer friendly. Yeah. Yes. It's not like like just high fashion. Yes, exactly. So and they want to learn things like that. And I like to teach that, too. So whatever it is that you're wanting to learn, come in and I'll teach you. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's great. And I think especially just like focusing on 
everyday makeup. Yeah. Because I think sometimes like, yeah, sure. But do I have two hours to sit in my bathroom and like try things out and see how things work? Right. No. Yeah. No one does. (laughs) No one does. No one does. Yes. Okay. And I just remembered one other question that I got asked about bridal makeup is like how to deal with not looking like oily or sweaty like throughout the wedding day. Yeah. Um, I get that question a lot too. Um, especially like for my clients that just have oily skin to begin with. Um, the products that I use, um, I can like customize depending on your skin type. So I feel like in my kit, I have products that like work for everybody, but then there's like little things that I can tweak to help with certain, um, skin types. So with, um, oily skin, I tend to, set the face before even starting makeup with a mattifying primer that's going to help like mattify everything throughout the day. Um, and then I do makeup per usual, do the whole look, and then I'll set again with that same, um, setting spray. And then after that, I give you blotting papers. Um, as long as you are blotting your makeup and not wiping at it, it won't move. It'll just like grab the oil and you will look the same. Um, don't ever, I mean, I tell my brides this all the time, but don't, if you're like crying, sweating, oily, whatever it is, don't like rub your face, just lightly tap it if you have to do anything to it and it will just blend right back in. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing, but again, like skincare before, if you're super, super oily, there's things we can do to help with that leading up to your wedding. Um, so yeah, those would be the main things. Does that answer cool. it well enough? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, totally. Good. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So I think we've covered a lot of really good tips wow, and yeah. tricks and everything. We got through a lot. <laughs> we really did. Yes. I love it. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. Um. So I have my Instagram handle. Let me look that up, actually. I should just know this. This is embarrassing. <laughs> no, I was like, um, I think it is... Amanda Lee dot artistry. That's who I am on Instagram. Um, and I, okay. I have a business Facebook page, which I think is just Amanda Lee artistry, but I do not have like my personal page anymore. Um, so I think if I figured it out, it looks like my husband is the one like posting for me. Oh, on sure. There, but it's me posting. So, cause I deleted my Facebook page and like linked it up to his, my business page up to his. So it looks like he's posting, but it's still me. So you can still follow me on Facebook too. Um, but I don't know. I got rid of Facebook. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Yes. So, and I don't have Twitter. Should I have Twitter? Do no, you have Twitter? I don't have Twitter. Okay. <laughs> no, my husband has Twitter. Like that's the one social media that he uses. He does yeah. not have Instagram. He doesn't have Facebook, but he has Twitter. I know a lot of people that just do Twitter too. Yeah. Cause it's like, I feel like it's really political or something. I don't know. I feel like, like people... it's also just like live updates. Yes. Like or there's like just sports a lot. and stuff. Yes. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Okay. And the website of the salon that you work at. Yes. Um, so my personal website is just amandaleeartistry.com. And then I work at Prem Beauty Parlor. And maybe is there like a way we can like link the website? Yes. 100%. Okay. Because in the show notes. Yes. We'll put it in the show notes because I can't remember what I think it's just primbeautyparlor.com. But if not, and then on there, you can find like all of the hairstylists, all of the estheticians, massage therapists, like they have a little bit of everything at Prim. And if you haven't been there, please come in because it is like the most beautiful space I've ever been to. 
And if you were to have seen the places that I booth rented at before this, you'd be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, thank God you're here now. <laughs> I made it out alive. <laughs> I also just love that there's online scheduling. Yes. I love that. Right. And you're coming in on Friday. On Friday. Yes. I'm so excited. It'll yes. be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Yeah. And we'll have to have you back again soon. Yes. Thank you for having me. I hope I wasn't too scattered brained, but you know, I'm just an awkward person so hopefully it went well <laughs> i'm excited to hear what i sound like or maybe yes. i'll never listen to it we'll see <laughs> perfect okay guys what did you think what knowledge bombs were dropped on you i can't wait to hear all of the things that you loved about this episode as well as any more questions that you would have for amanda I really hope to have her back again. I think makeup and skincare is such an interesting topic because all of us, whether we are wedding pros or you're someone planning your wedding, we can all benefit from it. And yeah, I think it was great. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episodes. Don't forget to check out all of the information in the show notes about links to websites and everything like that. And I will see you guys next week. 